Just a quick editor's note, the audio on this episode is a little bit rough. Just bear with us and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And this is Jolena. <laughs> Hello. Okay, our second return guest. Yes. Tony Prego was our first and now we've got Jolena back. Yay. We have a baby in the background making <laughs> yes. sounds. Our second guest is Elle. Uh, yes, and we are all together in one room today. Yay! So, yay! So, let's get into it. So, are we going to start with our oopsie daisies? Oh, yeah, our follow-ups. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we haven't had a chance to mention this on the pod because we were busy last week our, with our friends at Movies That Made Us Gay. We didn't want to be like, hey, let's talk about all about us. But... Drew is following us on Instagram. Yes. Finally on Drewzium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something we've been working towards. <laughs> Manifesting. Trying to make happen. And we just had to go through the back door to make yeah. it happen. So we got some assistance from her staff to make this happen. Um, but she should be seeing our content now. Uh, she liked our picture with um, Ryan O'Neill today. <gasps> Yeah, I meant to tell you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, really cool. And then um, the wonderful Ash Bean, who's the photographer for the Drew Barrymore show, she shared some beautiful photos of Anne and Anita meeting Drew. They are so cool. So cool. Thank you, Ash Ash Bean. I know. And we posted those, and Drew commented. (laughs) So, Drew left a comment. It said, I love you guys so much. Hurry back soon. Okay. With three exclamation points. (laughs) Yeah. are already on board. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we needed the invite. We're yeah. coming no matter what. But you know, that's that's really nice, and we are so excited about it. She's our girl, and uh, she's in our circle now. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to point out some cosmic coincidences because it just made me happy during the Dolly Parton interview. So Drew went and interviewed Dolly Parton on the Drew Barrymore show. And she mentioned almost right at the top about wearing daisies in her hair to the Academy Awards. And I just, just shared it. Like, I think the timing was they would have filmed it before. before but but it came like out after. <laughs> yeah. um, and then she mentioned the boots that she had custom made for Charlie's Angels. And we also just shared that I have a pair of those. Oh. So both of those are on our Jerusalem Instagram if you want to see those posts. Yes. And then the last thing was that they showed their Playboy. They both done the cover of Playboy, so they showed those. And I just thought it was funny because our page on the Drewzium that has a Playboy magazine has been getting very popular all of a sudden. <laughs> so we have like on and off phases where you're like, suddenly we have hundreds yeah. of hits on suddenly the Playboy Suddenly it's going page. up, 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 yep. like every day. You know, most of the hits coming to our website are people searching for that. So <laughs> there we go. Not a huge surprise. Yeah, we'll probably be covering that magazine pretty soon on the pod. One cause... thing, one thing that was so cool about that segment is that Drew actually had a physical copy of her yeah, Playboy. I know. I thought that was cool too. It was really. I mean, I, it made me think like, oh, like another way that our collection could be like used is like anytime they have a I don't know like well yeah I was laughing I'm like how did they get this like did they have to go buy it on eBay did they already (laughs) have it somewhere yeah I I just the whole thing is fun to imagine and have seeing her hold like something that's in her collection I I was really into it too yeah Mm. it was neat I mean we know she loves magazines and paper so no big surprise (laughs) but yeah who knows whose idea it was but genius uh yeah okay so then some other follow-ups we've got um 
on the previous episode that we had uh, Movies That Made Us Gay on, they mentioned the Calvary Cemetery in East L.A. because a few members of the Barrymore family are there. And in the episode, they mentioned Lionel and Ethel, but also Drew's grandmother, Dolores Costello, is buried there. and Not buried, laid to rest, I guess we can say, because they're in the mausoleum. mausoleum. Um, and then they also mentioned, of course, I'm just going to say this again, that yeah. they noticed there was a kiss on Lionel's marking. Oh, yeah, we're spoiling this for you. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard it yet. Yeah, and they're like, who else could have done that but yes. Drew? <laughs> yes. So we have to make a visit there next time we're all in L.A. together sure. if we can. And, uh, yeah, we just wanted to, like, follow up and say that Dolores is also there. That's so cool. Is- Another thing we've mentioned more than a couple times on the podcast about Drew's famous 2008 Halloween party that she threw at her house. I'm almost thinking we do a full episode on this next Halloween. Okay. There were so many people there. Okay. But anyway, Anne Hathaway was just on the show, and she said that that was her second date with her husband. Oh, that's so cute. That was fun. That is really cute. I I mean, do we know of like multiple parties that she's had or just one particular one that was a blowout? That seems to be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there was a toga party the year before. Does that I remember her talking about it. Yeah. How cool. I love when that kind of stuff comes up. We're like, hey, we know about that. (laughs) (laughs) So I just thought this was fun because we love like Drew being consistent over the years and saying the same things over and over again. Um, So this back in 1998, and I totally had memory of this. She was talking about age, and then she said almost the same thing on uh, the Drew Barrymore show this week. So I thought it'd be fun to play the two clips because they're pretty similar. That's why age is so indicative of anything, you know? It's, it's amazing. Like, my six-year-old goddaughter, I get along with her so well. She's six. Yeah. And we talk, you know, in these intelligent, incredible conversations. And then I'll be around, like, a 25-year-old 10 minutes later and be like, what? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> That's in 1998, and then this is this week. Like, age is not really indicative of who you are. I know older people who are so immature and young people (laughs) who are so wise. And it's like where you're at and how you feel. (laughs) So that's really cool. What I love about it is that we always say, we're like talking about her age. We feel like every article mentions like, and she's only 25. She's only blah, blah, blah. Yeah, her age makes no sense it ever. Does ever. It doesn't ever make any sense. And so uh, I think it actually kind of, in a way, like is fun to talk about her age when our topic today is kind of about like her young, young yeah, age. Yeah. Um, so that. we'll get more into that. But that is fun. I love that she like both times says unindicative yeah, or something. Yeah, I know. I thought it was Yeah, great I too. really love that. Okay, so now tell me about what Drew proclaimed her love for this week i love love Woo, we got a lot <laughs> okay. okay here we go the bunny suit okay as in playboy classic sexy foods Ooh, <laughs> like what like uh aphrodisiac yeah foods? Okay. <laughs> okay um to talk about dating and to go on dates okay fun yeah sandler okay of course <laughs> lizards okay jeremy right yeah um obituaries Okay. And I thought you were going to ask me why. So I made a note. She said because they celebrate someone's life so much that they make you feel compelled to go out and live your life to the fullest extent. I like that. Okay. She also loves channeling her inner design obsession. Of course. She loves The Weekender, the segment on the show. Okay. Um, A curated life. Okay. And then the Tate, the museum in London. Yes. And I have a personal story about that. Okay, let's hear it. So the whole reason that I swiped on Jason, like stopped me in my tracks from swipe, 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 yeah. swipe, 
he had a picture in front of these like papers on the wall, like colored papers on the wall at the museum. And somebody, I still don't remember who, had just posted being there. So I was swipe, swipe, swipe. And I was like, wait, oh, I just saw that recently. And that like stopped me. And that's that's so cool. Oh, I, I know. That. I could have so easily passed him by and my whole life would be different. <laughs> so the Tate Modern had something to do with your connection to yeah. your now. But I was excited when she said that. I was like, me too, Andrea. I've never been there. But I also love it. And then we have a bonus hates. Okay. Because we love that. Okay. She hates meringues. <laughs> Like I, a like a lemon meringue, like that just that meringue like cookies. Yeah, you know? sometimes yeah. meringue have that like dried meringue. Yeah, I thought dried. of lemon meringue because when I was a kid, I always liked lemon meringue pie, but I didn't really like the meringue part. Yeah. I liked the lemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so now we have a druism of the week. You know those cool little isms that we do. You know, our media is what it is, and you know all about that. Right? Yeah, so, but it's okay. I've been on the gynecological table of life <laughs> since birth. I know you have. My <laughs> whole life. I know you have. I know you have. That was Jada Pinkett Smith on the Drew Barrymore show, and they were just talking about the media, and, you know, Drew, of course, had the perfect way of putting it. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. Okay, so I see we've got some mail this week. <laughs> you've got mail. Um, so we can't see international reviews, but I was just like Googling our podcast as I do, just in case someone's talking about it out there, um, and found this website that was listing them all for free. Cause there was one that I like paid like a trial, oh. a trial run to see, but this one was, you just them found a new way yeah. to do it. Great. So these are, um, we have a couple that are, um, older. Sorry, we didn't get to first. We'll take, we'll do one a week and get all caught up. Yes. Um, but let's read this one. This is from. Petra von Kant, 72, from the United Kingdom. Yay. Okay. So Petra said, I love this podcast. The hosts are so warm and so knowledgeable. I'm a new fan and I'm learning so much. But if I were an old fan, I'd be having just as much fun reminiscing. Please keep going, ladies. Yeah. How cool is that? Thank you so much uh, for listening. And thank you for the really kind comment. We thank you. Thank it so you. Much. And if you live in the U.S. or another country, <laughs> go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll get to reading yours eventually, too. Yes. Okay, so Kind Comments Corner is back. Yeah. <laughs> and actually pulled a few comments. Um, the first one from TikTok user Gemini Sun Moon 9 I just love Drew. Such an amazing human. She reminds me of the feeling of sleepovers when we were kids, all the laughter and dancing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I know, what a That's, cool thing to say. That makes total sense. Accurate. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then our second comment's from newscaster Nora O'Donnell on the Drew Barrymore show. And we had to play this one because we're always talking about how Drew's constantly called a light, a beam of light. There's a light coming out of her head. She fills a room with light. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I must say, I meet a lot of people in the news business, and you are truly the brightest light I have ever met. Oh, I mean it. You are. You are. You are. You have just this, you emanate light and hopefulness and kindness, and so thank you. I mean, this is really an honor for me to be on this show. I like how that's such a constant. I mean, people calling her I feel a light. Like I wish, she lights up a room. Yeah, I wish we had a, like... Compilation. Yeah, compilation. <laughs> Maybe one day. If somebody wants to put together a compilation of every time Drew, uh, somebody has said Drew is a light or lights up a room or... Oh, good standing. We've got a little light in this room in the form of a baby. 
Okay, so now let's jump into this week in Drew history. Okay, so funnily enough, I had featured this on the, again, go to the Drewsium Instagram. There's so much content there. Um, very recently, but so December 12th and 14th, 1991, David Arquette and Drew attended um, a couple events together. Were they dating? She says no. He says he thought they were. So <laughs> whether they were just friends or she was hanging out with him romantically for two days, whatever. But, We're not uh, sure, but it's quite cute. <laughs> yeah, so they attended the premiere of the movie Bugsy, and then they also attended a Toys for Tots event, um, and we'll show those photos. But like I said, I kind of talked about it on the Jerusalem Instagram not too long ago, so we can link to that as well. Yep, and one thing I love is that it looks like Drew had a haircut between those two days. Either that or she's I really wearing her hair back. holding it. Has okay, it, has it back. It, has but it, yeah, yeah, it's such a different haircut that I think for a long time I wasn't really able to play one, even though David Arquette should have been a big <laughs> the sign there. Yeah. Yes, but even both of them actually have very different hairstyles in these things. But <laughs> you have so much to say. Are you kidding me? You've never been louder in your life. She's podcasting. She's podcasting. This is this is the hour with L. <laughs> okay, so what's new with Drew? Okay, um, so Drew and crew went to London. I guess I think the sole reason was to do Wonka cast interviews. Oh, cool! And there's definitely going to be some Hugh Grant stuff that happens. Um, I saw that there's like a behind the scenes something is coming, but also they did this. Uh, did you guys see that? Um, Tease where they're showing the Drew's news desk, but it had like all this like UK paraphernalia. No, on it. Oh, okay. And then there was a mug that said Hughes News. <laughs> so probably do a Hughes so News segment. Fun. That's really cute. Um, it probably will have already aired by the this time comes this comes out. <laughs> so go catch up. Yes, cool. <laughs> um, it was also announced that Drew's going to be a keynote speaker at the NRF, which is the National Retail Federation Trade Show, in January, um, the 14th through the 16th in New York. And she's going to do that with her beautiful co-founder, Shay Hong. And they're going to talk about beautiful. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Okay, what's our last little tidbit? And the last thing is that Oprah is going to be on the show Tuesday. And I think this is the first time she's been there in person. I know she did Zoom for the show, but I think this is the first time she's coming in person. I feel like this is just like a big deal to Drew. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Did they talk about when she was like on there remotely, did they talk about like the early interviews? I don't think so. So I wonder if they'll dabble in I that. I wish they would. Yeah. Because like, you know, my favorite one from 1997 that you can't find anywhere. I would love to see that. Oprah, come <laughs> to us. <laughs> Howdy, Howdy Drewbies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for thedrewsam.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration quite a yep. few times, but then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. 
We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, and if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. <laughs> Okay, so I think we're ready for our weekly topic. Let's do it. I gave a little tease that we'd be talking about young Drew, and so we're going to do a year in review of 1982. Yeah, so we had previously covered the years 1975 through 1981 in one episode, and this is, of course, the year that Drew became famous, and E.T. came out, and yeah, and it's kind of a funny one because it's still like very early. It's a little harder to research. There's a lot of things that were like, we have no idea what this event was. We have no idea what this photo shoot was for. We'll probably find out the week after we put this I episode out. So. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things is like finally, actually when I was compiling it, one of the events I only had the month for and I randomly came across something that had the exact date of it. Amazing. So I love that so much. Okay. So jumping into 1982, there's really not much until right before ET comes out. Yeah. Cause we don't really know what she was doing. Just normal life. I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's jump into June. So yeah, we're just going right into the middle of the year. So what do we got? Okay. So June 8th, Drew attended the Barrymore commemorative stamp event with her mom and her brother, John Barrymore Jr. Yeah. the third or whatever he is, <laughs> um, at the Barrymore Theater in New York. It's wild that this is just like a couple days before E.T. came out. Yeah, so I did she still wasn't like known wow. for a couple days. I didn't even think about that, but I love these pictures from this. They're really darling, especially the one of yeah. them all outside of the theater. Yeah. It's such a classic oh, one. So and I know it says in Little Girl Lost, which we have right here, which is fun that we have it right here, um, that she got that outfit from that Bonnie's Wee shop. <laughs> Yeah, they, like, had it just for this event. (laughs) Very cool. Okay, so now we're at two days later, the 10th of June. The E.T. world premiere occurred at the Cinerama Dome, and there was this very cute interview, which we've seen clips of on some biography show. I don't know if you know which one. Uh, What's the thing? The line was around the block. Last time, I think it was around the block. It was, wasn't it? It was. (laughs) He's the cutest alien I've ever met and seen. So there we are. That's uh, the 10th of June. And then the next day, E.T. was released in the United States. So and then that's it. Her yeah. life changed. Yes. And we will, uh, we're going to read a little paragraph from Little Girl Lost at the end here, but just about how much her life changed. And she talks about this in this book and in Wildflower, how suddenly, you know, she's known around the world. Uh, everything started changing sort of at home. Like suddenly her mom had a new car and suddenly her mom is going to be her manager full time. And it was just, you know, a little bit scary. Uh, she went back to school and kids weren't necessarily nice to her. And yeah, it's just, I mean, she had amazing experiences and I know she wouldn't change it. Yeah. But imagine being seven and this happened. Yeah, I was just going to say seven years old. Seven years old. How can you yeah. really absorb Total it? Whirlwind. And yeah. then to live the rest of her life as a famous person. Yeah. yeah. So it's like we always think about that. Like how could she have perspective of like what the life would be like without that? Yeah, when yeah. she like, lived 41, almost 42 years. Yep. That way. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So July. Yeah. So we have her first People Magazine feature was on the July 19th, 82 issue. Um, 
not on it, in it. She's not on the cover. She thinks she was on the cover that year, but she wasn't. <laughs> she thinks her first cover was People. It's something else, and we'll get to it. Uh, but they did have that great, like, four-page feature and did those photos by Tony Costa, and I have that. Oh, I should have brought it in here. I have the that Polaroid. Polaroid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's really cool. The pictures are kind of classic. Um, <laughs> really cool. I, I love this one. So the one we have in our notes is that uh, she's kind of looking pouty sitting on a bench and wearing this like white dress and white shoes. Classic. So yeah. Absolutely classic. All right. So let's talk some more about uh, another magazine issue. I don't know this one that much and I think I don't have it. Um, I don't know if I do. I, mean, I, I must. have it. <laughs> That's our watermark on it. Yes. Uh, but it's us. And so this is before it was us weekly obviously yeah. and it's before it was us in the 90s when it was like all that great photography yep. I mean maybe it's kind of similar to that yeah but, so um, this feature has Miss Drew with Henry Thomas and what's his name Robert McNaughton <laughs> Robert McNaughton <laughs> from E.T. and it's just a sweet picture of them together they really have like a sibling feeling in it it's very it, cute yeah very much yes um, we know she did some TV appearances that we don't really know much about I think this was today this is the one that they definitely show where she's t- the, the producer of E.T. said I wasn't really right for the part. Oh. <laughs> Her Her poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Wow. She's Kathleen Kennedy? Really well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, maybe she's right for E.T. <laughs> um, apparently, she was on Good Morning America. We've never seen that before, but there was a photo in uh, People magazine at one point that showed it. So cute. I, I love, know. It looks like she has the, like, yarn in her hair in this picture. It's hard to tell. She's got, like, a red ribbon. Probably. Oh. But, yeah, it's it's so darling. She And the thing that's really lovely to, like, think about is that she just charmed everyone. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely precocious. Charmed, ev- yeah. charmed everyone. <laughs> well, especially this next oh, one. Yeah. Johnny. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about this before on uh, This Week in Drew History this earlier this year. Yeah. On episode 46. But Drew was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson on the 28th of July. And, and we talked about it before, but extremely precocious. <laughs> she like takes out her little fake flipper teeth in the front because she was so young. She had lost her two front teeth. <laughs> Tell me if you noticed this. <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit easier if I could take, take out my teeth. Yeah, so that's just a very darling uh, interview. It's, it's available like, online. Yeah, so. the whole thing, which we had never seen until it was put up on YouTube not that long ago. Yeah. Um, it's a like probably one of her most classic talk show appearances ever. And yep. it was one of the first. It's yep. just wild. And Johnny Carson. I and mean, she this... sings that baby face song. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. I think we put a clip of that. Yeah, in, we did. In go back 46. to we'll, Yeah, go back and listen to episode 46 if you want to know more about this. Or maybe we should, we'll link to it also because yes, it's classic. Of course. <laughs> Are you trying to be precocious too? Yeah. There's definitely some other unknown events. Again, like we said, there's pictures of her and her mom and her brother. So they were definitely spending a lot of time together at this point. There's even a couple more events where we'll see that they're all together. Yeah. And some of these are, of course, mislabeled where people think it's her, her dad. dad. Their dad. Yeah. <laughs> Their dad. Yeah. Oh, they print it as John Barrymore. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. And he, he is John look, Barrymore. Yeah. But he, <laughs> also, he also does. He looks a lot like his father. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the age is wrong. Like, come so on. wrong. <laughs> like, not, yeah. I mean, he is much older than. Drew. Of yeah. course, he's not Jade's child, but yeah. it, but and the way he's like embracing her in these is so yeah. cute. This other unknown event, um, she was photographed with Ruth Gordon, who I had to look up. I didn't realize Me right too. away that it was from Harold Maude. Yeah. Um, well, and I was hoping I was like, okay, 
Ruth Gordon. I'm going to look up her events in 1982 and I'll find it, but I didn't. No luck. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I noticed that she's wearing the same dress as she wore on The Tonight Show. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So she's got this, like, the pink dress with yeah, the blue kind of detail. Also from Bonnie's Wee Shop, I bet you anything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So there we go. That's classic. And then let's jump into August. Okay. So this is a really cool one. She was in Interview Magazine, which is kind of weird when you think about it, that they're like, let's put the seven-year-old in here. But I think it's because I know that her mom was friends with a lot of these avant-garde photographers. Oh. And this one is Ara Gallant. Okay. I, hopefully I'm saying that right. And I think, if I remember right, Drew was friends with this photographer. And that ah. kind of had something to do with it. Oh, very cool. And then it's got an amazing photo. And, and it's like this big, I was just right? going to say, we've talked before <laughs> about Interview Magazine's size before like in the but until up the 90s I think yeah. it like was really large and yeah this is a sl- a big oversized shot that was full page and it says first impression Drew Barrymore so clearly they were like we know she's up in yeah, yeah it's so cool um, it's so cool so so cool um and then this is the event that I just got the actual date on so this is um August 14th her manager Larry A Thompson who I believe is in one of the biography specials oh cool I'm pretty sure he had a birthday party, and it was at Ma Mason. Um, I think that's in L.A. Okay. And that infamous photo of her at the table looking like she drank a bunch, but she didn't. She's just tired, but she's got her head in her hands, and there's, like, glasses all around her. And that was printed a lot, like, during her troubles. It's, like, <laughs> illustrative of it, I guess. Drunk baby. Yeah. I know. But yeah, really, but this, she's probably just like, I'm tired and want to go home. This picture is It's a really cool, like, I don't know, emblematic, too, of, like, uh-huh. all right, going to parties. It's, it begins. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we have nothing from September that we have That dated. we know of, anyway. Yes. Yeah. No specific events to speak of, but now October. Um, we've got October 5th. They filmed a segment at the Epcot Center opening. I don't really remember anything about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot about it. So. Oh, okay, so it's her and I think his name is Danny Kay. Hey, kid, want to meet somebody from the future? Well, I I would like to, but that's kind of impossible. Are you telling a personal friend of E.T.'s that's impossible? Come with me. Okay. He, like, sings, like, a weird song to her, which I... I don't know why that was a thing in the 80s. Like, let's have these weird old men sing a song about your, your little face. And it's creepy, but or she's so cute singing the cute song. Yeah. <laughs> or that. that yeah. they, or they flip the table. Uh, but she, had, she does have her yarn in her hair with, and her pigtails. And I talked about this on another episode, but I, like, manifested this playing on the Disney That's Channel. Right. Like, one day I was just like, I think it's going to be on. I have no idea how, why. And I turned it on and it was on. And I was able to record it. Good old intuition. <laughs> got you access to this okay so now november so november 20th drew becomes the youngest person to host snl in their history and has continued to hold that record which is so cool (laughs) she's definitely said she's going to be like a little bit mad when somebody takes it (laughs) but will they i don't know i don't know if they have a seven-year-old on it or a six-year-old oh yeah i guess yeah that's true that's true Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, I guess you could host. (laughs) (laughs) 
if you check out our episode about Saturday Night Live that we did about 99, we talked a little bit about this 1982 appearance where she hosted. I also oh. really love the, uh, what do they call them? Like the pictures that they put like at the beginning oh, the of the oh, yeah. yeah, the bumper photos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then we've got the You Can Film Awards on November 20th, which we, we just also talked about. recently <laughs> talked about, um, because Drew got her first award. Um, yeah. Okay, there we go. This is my first award. Um, and I love how when you look at, like, the Epcot Center and then the Youth and Film Awards, in both she's got, like, pink decorations in her pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute to They see. were definitely, go, like, branding her with those, like, this is your thing, bro. <laughs> yeah. This is your Absolutely. trademark. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then in December, we get the first cover we were discussing. Yeah, the yeah. true first cover, and such a weird one, but oh. Ladies Home Journal. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was okay. it's her first cover. <laughs> I did not yeah. realize that. I've always thought it was such a strange, like, coloring on her. Like, she looks like she's almost like a car- little cartoon kid. Like, yeah. she looks so, like, pink with the red background. Yeah, it's very, like, Christmassy. It's yeah. Very pageant-y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the inside feature's cool, though, because it's a bunch of photos of her just, like, going around New York. Oh, oh cool. yeah. yeah. So there's Drew's first cover, Ladies Home Journal, wow. in December of 1982. And then um, she went to London for E.T. that year. There's some photos of her arrival to what? At the airport. Like, oh my gosh. There's like photos of her. All, there's a lot. I don't know what she was up to, but just Ooh. like they were just carting her around all over the place. So cute. I know. Wow. I think Steven Spielberg was obviously there because we'll get to, but they go to the premiere and the boys from ET were also there. But it seems sort of like Drew was doing a lot on her own. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. I love the picture you have in here of the guy like. Looks like he's tipping his hat to her. Welcome to London. But yeah, she was there for days doing all kinds of stuff. This is a classic one. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong, I think this picture she had on her bulletin board in Flower Films in the Marie Claire that 1999. Sounds and right. She said she still makes this face and she liked having this picture up. Mm. She has her little tongue out. On the 6th of December, yeah. she went to in on the park. Yeah, this is so cute. I feel like this shirt that she's wearing. Oh, yeah, here, she wore this a lot. The striped, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like lavender and gray. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. She thinks she was photographed in it. And then um, she was on the Blue Peter TV program on the 9th of December. And we got this cute photo of her on the phone, like, next to it. An E.T. toy, that, like, weird leather E.T. toy. Yeah, <laughs> and I think this one's on YouTube as well. It's pretty cute and oh, short. Yeah, I think, I I've definitely seen it and not too long ago. Okay, very cool. And then also on the ninth week, like I said, we have the E.T. premiere. And this is when Drew got to gift the E.T. stuffed doll to Princess Diana. And I think it still stands out in her life as, like, one of the coolest moments. Meeting a princess. Yeah, And she had flowers in her hair, which is, like, probably one of the first times she ever did that. Yeah, it's really cute. Drew's hair is also, like, very curled. Yeah, totally (laughs) different. Like, like, all the other press stuff from this year, like, her hair looks a little bit more natural yeah and then suddenly it's like very dressed up it's very <laughs> cute princess. yes and she, her dress is like a velvety dress <laughs> yeah but that would be so exciting i mean imagine being wow. seven years old yeah. and meeting like a princess the princess, the princess. <laughs> exactly yeah. then we've got lots of like random 
things with unknown times. Yeah, so, we, thought so were- we know she went to Japan to promote the movie, and uh, the movie was released there December 4th, so I'm guessing it was like... Right around then? Yeah, right before, right after London. Yep. And I think in Little Girl Lost, she mentions going to a couple other countries, too. I bet. That's Crazy. so cool, because wow. it got such a wide release. Yeah. I mean, that's the other trippy thing, is like, not only was she like blast into the spotlight but she was also like blast into the spotlight internationally in fact i believe that story she's told about how she went into a bathroom and somebody held the paper under the stall for her to sign i think that was in tokyo in the 80s yeah oh it was it was then Wow. 1982, for sure. She said, was, yeah. she said it was one of the moments where she was like, okay, everything's like, different. Everything, yeah, yeah, everything's different. Yeah, she's now. on the gynecological, gynecological <laughs> table of life. <laughs> started in the bathroom. Oh um, but it's so cute in Japan. Of course, they like dressed her in a little kimono. So cute. Is it cultural appropriation? I don't know, but I mean, it's really yeah, cute. A bit. <laughs> a bit. Um, she also recorded the E.T record storybook the read-along we've shared a little bit of that before i know i have that and you do too yeah i think you played it and put it on our instagram once oh really yeah i'm pretty sure long I, long long i ago. mean i know i think i pl- one of, it was one of the first things i played on my old record player when i got it because i was yeah. like i didn't have a lot of records i'm like oh i want to play the storybook very cool that's such Ooh. a cool thing um there was also an event at a mall like an autograph event at a mall I wonder where the mall was. Yeah, I don't know. I found that one, I think, on Flickr a long time ago. And oh. when I went back to get the details, it had been removed. Of course think, it yeah. had. And then there is a ski event with the Osmonds. <laughs> so <laughs> random. I think I had, do you have this photo or do I? One of us has a photo and one of us has the, like, Osmonds newsletter that has another picture. You must have the newsletter. And I don't know if I'm making this up in my head, but I feel like this might be the event where she met Mel. Because no. I, and I don't know why I think I think it was this one, but I know they met when Drew was seven at an event, and I feel like this is it for some reason. Drew, Whoa, let, let yeah. us know. Yeah, <laughs> you have that memory for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just got a bunch of other like unknown press events. The, oh, she, that dress there, again. Yeah, there's another event where she wore the same <laughs> dress as the Tonight Show, this pink dress with the blue I mean, it, they're really cute. I can imagine. They're like, we got to keep using this one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very cute. It's very 80s. Mm-hmm. Like the bright, bright pink is so funny. <laughs> this has always been a really sweet one. The strawberry yeah. shortcake. Yeah. yeah. I love that And one. once again, she's got the um, yarn in her hair. Yeah. So classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll just kind of like touch on a couple of really cool photo shoots that we don't have dates for from that year. Classic ones include where she's got this, like, massive gold collar. The queen. The queen, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, my titles are right there. So this is yeah. all one shoot, as far it's... as I know. There's one, some of them in a bikini, which is, like, very mm-hmm. strange to look back at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't get that. There's the queen. <laughs> there's one in, like, a little suit. What do I have that one called? Suit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plaid suit. There's the tap dancing ones with, like, a cane and a top hat. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. in my head I sort of, like, conflated the, um, there's a shoot where she's dressed as Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. And it has, like, a similar vibe, but these ones she's got, like, a top hat and a white shirt. <laughs> these ones are so weird. <laughs> That's in, like, a weird Spanish magazine. Okay, so there are these shots. I mean, I feel like it's worth talking about just because it's, like, weird. Where somebody is, like, dressed in an E.T. <laughs> or dressed in just, like, a, I don't know, like, a... A, a wrap-around, like, togo. It's and then almost got, like a, a Yoda robe. <laughs> yep, and then they've got an E.T., like, head on. And Drew's kind of, like, <laughs> posing with them. 
They're oh, very those are bizarre. Yeah, they're very bizarre. Whoa. A little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, there's pictures of the E.T. cast with the Poltergeist cast and Steven Spielberg, like, oh. all taken together. We don't know what those were for, but they're really fun. Um, another one that I feel like is pretty classic um, is from 1982, where she's holding some daisies and yes. has this, like, white dress on. Um, mm. which feels like, Mike, is it Michael Muller where they have some of the yeah. ones where she's oh, sitting in yeah. grass with daisies it's or something? It's almost like telling the future or something. Yeah, like, it, yeah. I was trying to think of the word, like, it, I was going to say it feels prophetic. Like, prophetic. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool to do a little comparison. I love a comparison. <laughs> one thing I'm noticing right now, actually, is one of the shoots, I feel like she looks like she's like a Jedi. Totally. Yes. <laughs> but then the dress she's wearing is the dress I think she wore to the London E.T. I think premiere. So. so it's like a velvety dress with a uh, mm. dress. <laughs> with yeah and then that kind of wraps it up and so we do have a really lovely quote from little girl lost that we feel like summarizes kind of her feelings about this huge adjustment in her life yeah uh maybe it seems odd that a seven-year-old can know that her life is changing but there comes a moment i suppose when all of a sudden you become aware of something like that it's so abrupt it's unavoidable I didn't try to figure out if it was good or bad. It just was. It was a fact of life. Literally overnight, I wasn't just this pain-in-the-ass little seven-year-old girl anymore. I was someone who people knew by name. It made me feel that I must be different. And quite honestly, from that day forward, my life was never the same. I feel like that summarizes it beautifully. Written yeah. when she was how old? I know, 14. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would describe it similarly. And you said no. you did kind of go through some of Wildflower and similar sentiments were described. Yeah, right? I think in Wildflower, she's a little more honest about how like scary it was. Mm. Um, like all of a sudden they were moving houses and she just kind of wanted life to be the same. But again, I don't think she would change anything if she could. Like mm-hmm. I know she's very happy that it all happened and she's where she is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot to think about a seven-year-old doing all this. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah. So that wraps up our 1982 discussion. Okay. I guess, oh, I know what we could say. Hmm. See, year I was born. How did I not mention that at the beginning? Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I was thinking in my head when we started this, and I was like, wait, is that the year Ashley was born? Yeah, so I was uh, five months old was. to the date when E.T. came out. Oh, yeah. wow. so and I guess I can really cool. I can mention that my brother was born in 1982, my older brother, and my mom saved newspapers from the from the like the days we were born, oh, and cool. the one that's from July 27th, 1982, has an ET ad Love in the that. newspaper. It's small because it was like later in the month. It was probably like yeah. you know still in theaters, but about to come out of theaters. And there's a little ad. It's so very fun. cool. Aww. Like it's in my mom's stuff, but yeah. it's like that's really cool to kind You're of like, see. Can like, I cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably let me. But yeah. So thank you for joining us for our 1982 round roundup. Hopefully the there weren't too many distracting baby sounds. <laughs> and people were like, oh my god, I can't handle this. I'm turning it off. <laughs> Not too bad. We've had people tell us they like it. So we're going to lean into that when we have to. I love it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, thanks everybody for tuning in as always. It's funny, I was just noticing like the vast majority of our episodes recently have had a guest. Like, oh, that's cool. Know, all of a sudden. That's really cool. We had Tess, we had Anita, we had Tony, we had Pete and Scott, and now we have Joe. Yay! Because <laughs> people love you. <laughs> we like I having guests. You. It's pretty fun. Yes, um, and if you want to be a guest, just uh, leave us a review and tell us, and then <laughs> we'll find out. 
Um, like we've shouted out like 20 times in this episode, you can follow us on Instagram at Drewzium for like a lot of your content and you could be like Drew Barrymore herself. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Join the club. Yes. The cool kid club. And then we have the podcast one at How Do You Drew Pod where we always share relevant information from the podcast themes. Yes. If you'd like to become a member of our Patreon for as little as $1 a month, if you're listening regularly, that'll help support our work that we do totally for free, joyfully. Yeah, uh, but it's a lot of our time and energy, and we'd love to get a little kickback here and there. Yes. And um, that's a value, people. Yeah. Like, they work so hard to bring this to you. Oh, and also, too. it's like, this is the culmination of our, like, life's work. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. And then uh, visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com, which is hosted on thedrewzium.com. We have an episode page for every page, including this one, which will have lots of adorable photos of Drew early, yeah. early in her career. Um, send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. Another way you can get a shout out on the episode is if you send us a message there. And I'm going to think of a question to take us out for today because I've got three of us. <laughs> Let's see here. Hmm. Okay, what's your favorite 80s movie? Ooh. The first thing that came to mind was The Goonies. Oh, really? I mean, I love E.T., but I've, but I've always loved the Goonies. Okay. So that's something that, that just came oh, to mind. That's something I've loved yeah. since I was a kid and have watched way more times than probably any other movie from the 80s. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. What about you, Ash? Uh, the first one I thought of is Clue. Oh, cool. I loved that movie since third grade. I, like, caught it on TV and I was obsessed with it. And, that's- like, yeah, I... It's not super 80s because it takes place in a different time. <laughs> of but this is the first one I thought of. That's great. What about you, Jelena? Um, I would say it's probably my favorite movie, and that's The Princess Bride. Oh, oh good answer. Good I, answer. I think it came out in 87? It's definitely 80s. Yeah. Something like that. That's, a, that's yeah. a good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this uh, rambunctious episode with lots of <laughs> laughing and other background sounds, and we're having a great time, as you can tell. And we'll see you all next Thursday. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Say bye-bye. <laughs> this episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewzium.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her, we do this for you. Thank Thank you. you!